welcome to the podcast. Today we are going to talk about Ted Bundy, a seemingly normal, friendly, and charismatic man. He confessed to 36 killings of young women across several states in the 1970s, but experts believe that the final tally may be closer to 100 or more. He would approach his victims in public places, faking injury or disability, or tricking an authority figure before knocking them out and robbing and strangling them in isolated locations. He returned to his victims on occasion, grooming and performing sexual acts with their decomposing bodies until it made any further interaction impossible. He decapitated at least 12 people and cooked some of the severed heads in his apartment as gifts. He broke into homes at night on a few occasions and bludgeoned his victims as they slept. Bundy targeted brunette, petite Caucasian woman between the ages of 12 and 26. Many of the victims were in college or came from a middle-class family. He would drink a lot of alcohol while on the lookout for his victims, and his methods of capturing victims varied. He would often break into their homes and bludgeon them as they slept. He would use a complex ruse. At other times, he would rely solely on his appearance. Bundy attempted his first murder after midnight on January 4, 1974. He broke into a University of Washington student's basement apartment and bludgeoned her in her sleep and sexually assaulted her. He killed more than three students in the four months that followed his first murder. One was at the University of Washington and one was at Evergreen State College and the other was at Central Washington State College. Other murders happened by him playing tricks. Bundy pushed his at-the-time girlfriend Liz Coppelfer into the Yakimaya River without saying anything and with no clear motive. Copelfer returned to the boat without Bundy's support, who remained motionless. Bundy questioned Copelfer ten days later until he heard what she was that she was going to sunbathe in Carr Creek, Washington, near Seattle. Copelfer thought Bundy wanted to occupy her there, but he went to Lake Semishish instead. <laughs> he and he imitated a British accent and wore a fake arm cast to seek assistance from young females Janice Ott and Denise Nilsland, who went with him four hours apart. Bundy is thought to have forced one of the women to watch him torture and murder the others. He murdered all of them. The most important part of this case is what finally ended his murders after escaping jail several times and receiving three death sentences and two separate trials for Florida homicides. The most important piece of evidence was a bite mark that he left on one of the bodies and was a definite, definite match for the Chi Omega murder. He left a bite mark on the buttock and breast of victim Lisa Levy. He died in the electric chair at Rayford Prison in Stark, Florida and on uh, January 24, 1989. This case goes to show that a seemingly friendly face may not be so friendly after all. That concludes this week's podcast. Thanks for listening.